Welcome to the Fearless and Successful Podcast, brought to you by Coach D. That is me, and it is designed for changemakers just like you. I am an international success and business coach, and I love, love, love supporting you on your journey to ultimate health, happiness, and freedom. I obsess on all things mindset mastery and business strategy that allow you to design the life on your own terms. This podcast will be led through my three P's, productivity, purpose, and profit, and I will do my best to bring you the industry leaders on these topics, and I am also going to provide you with solo episodes where I'm going to talk about these three P's. If you are ready to dream big, plan for success, and impact the world, let's get this party started. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, lovely, fearless people. Oh my God. I have such an honor and such a privilege and and, and my heart is so full of gratitude because I get to give you my secret weapon um, so you can really start living your best life by just like unlocking your ultimate potential and I'm bringing in my dear, dear friend, Sherry Lukey, who is an EFT tapping specialist for heart-centered leaders. Thank you, my dear, for being here and welcome. Thank you so much, Dee. I am so excited to be here and to share, get to share this with your audience. It's this, um, this information and tool was life-changing for me. And so that's what I hope it will be for your audience as well. For me too. I, I, if I say anything less, it's just like, yeah, it was absolutely life-changing working with you and walking through, um, walking through the shadow, I would say, and stepping into the light. I think it was just like so mind-blowing what we don't know. We don't know, right? Um, but truly life-changing experience. So tell me, where does your story as a tapping specialist start? So yeah, so my story, I can't, I, I discovered EFT tapping, which EFT stands for emotional freedom technique. And we'll talk more about that as we go along here. But um, I came to it out of uh, desperation. So a few years ago, I was super sick. I was overweight. My finances were a mess. And a medical specialist that I finally got in to see um, after four months of tests said, uh, you're one of the four people in the world that I don't know what's wrong with and nothing more can be done for you. And so um, after coming home and a story for another time, I discovered that um, I actually had PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder. And uh, when I started to look into what were the um, tools and techniques that would help with that, EFT came up as being exceptional with it. And, um, and the results with it are were absolutely profound. I was convinced it wasn't going to work because to that point, my health and finances had been a roller coaster and I tried everything under the Sunday and nothing, nothing stuck. Like every time it would be like, yeah, this thing's, this is the thing. And, you know, for maybe a week to three weeks, if I really white knuckled it, I would get results. And then I'd be right back to where I was before. And um, yeah. And within three months I was, I lost all the weight. I was starting to feel energetic. I was, my mind, it was quiet in my head, which was like, profound for me because I didn't realize just exactly how busy it was in there until it finally got quiet. And so then it was like, I have to, I have to fully understand why this is working because it is unusual. It's uh, it feels weird. It looks weird. Um, but like I said, it gets profound results and I needed to understand physiologically because I have a bit of a science geek part of me and a creative part of me and the science geek needed to understand what, why it was working. And then once I put all the pieces together, I was like, I need to get certified in this so I can help others. Wow. Um, and you mentioned like for you, that was a health, right? But we know that, uh, to talk about the spectrum of where we can use and apply your genius or any kind of tapping. What are Absolutely. the benefits yeah, in which areas, right? Yeah, exactly. Because that's the thing about it is, is that it's like, that was just why that's what brought me to, to EFT tapping. But what I've since discovered is that it has everything to do with your subconscious and the limiting beliefs that got set up in there really before the age of seven or eight. You know, I have I have my little props. And so I know we're on a podcast, so I'll have to describe it. But I have this little, little tiny green marble and I put it away. 
anyway, it's a little tiny green marble, and that represents your conscious mind. Mm -hmm. And then I have this giant green ball, <laughs> like a giant exercise ball that takes up the whole screen. That's your subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. And every, just about everything that got downloaded into that subconscious happened before the se before seven or eight. And so the areas of your life that you're not getting results in, or you're really struggling with, whether it be health, finance, or relationship, it's something that happened and got set up in that early, early stage. Mm -hmm. That's so powerful and, and scary, right? Scary because you think like, wow, I don't remember the things that happened like when I was seven, eight. And probably now when we are adults, like we just suppress that and we don't even know. I know that that happened to me and I'm we're going to go into that, What, how you helped me to, to actually unlock some, some of the stuff that were I, I suppressed. But are these like, you know, when you talk about, so just to, to give you a representation. So the mar little marble, the consciousness is in a size of a, of a nickel. Yeah, <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah. The subconscious is a big pilat pilates, uh, big pilates ball. So you guys yeah. know what we are talking about. And what we know is only so, so little. Um, and there's so yeah. many stuff that we don't know. And Sherry helped me to actually get to one one thing that I didn't know that was there when I was a kid and we particularly worked around my fear of being alone um really you know when I'm, I'm gonna, not gonna go into the details but it's just like the story where my my parents divorced when when I was 14 and I felt this that my 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 dad abandoned me and, and I had this like whole ripple effect of 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 events that really got to the place where I never felt safe and secured um and uh, just realizing that now when I'm going through the divorce it's just so mind-blowing why was I attached to to the relationship that was not giving me that full support and safety and security um so tell me like what it is that people need to know before they start digging into that work what what it is that will be like hey these are the scary things that we go deep um what can people like really expect before um working with you on or any kind of eft tapping Right. Yeah, for, for sure. Yeah. So just, I think probably just to back up just a little bit about why EFT works so effectively mm -hmm. is, is that, um, so what, and it's called tapping because you literally tap on acupressure points on the upper body. So stands for emotional freedom technique, but it's more commonly known as tapping. And so you're stimulating or tapping those acupressure points that are really all over the body, but we just use the upper body for convenience. And those, um, those are high concentrations of nerve endings that, that when they are stimulated, they send a soothing signal through your nervous system to the amygdala, which is the fight, flight, or freeze. It's kind of like the smoke alarm in your brain. And it sends a soothing signal to basically say, hey, whatever you're thinking about or whatever we're talking about or whatever you're remembering, there's no threat. Mm -hmm. And why that's important is because that, that giant green exercise Pilates ball kind of thing subconscious can't tell the difference between what's real and what's not real. So I use a, a really good visual to kind of um, really get this across to people about how it can't tell the difference is that, you know, I ask people to, to, you know, just to close your eyes for a minute. And I want you to picture being up on a 30 story building and being up on that building and that building doesn't have any railings. And I'm going to ask you to go to the edge of that roof and look down. And as soon as you start to look over, the, the air starts to move up against you and you can feel it on your cheeks and you can see, you know, everybody's super tiny and, you know, and it's like, you can hear the sounds, but they're muffled. And almost always people's palms start to sweat, their heart rate starts to go up. You know, they might get a little bit of a lurch in their stomach or even just the idea of going to the edge. And all I've done is just, all you've done is just visualize that and your stress response goes off. And so you can imagine what happens when you go to um, do something difficult in your business or, you know, or when you're going through some really challenging relationship stuff or when you're having challenges in health is that immediately that stress response comes on. And so EFT is so powerful because it basically interrupts that stress response. 
So that now, instead of all that blood flow draining out of your frontal lobe and those higher brain centers where the problem solving and creative parts of your brain are, that blood drains out into your primal brain when the stress response goes off and your options are fight, flight, and freeze. Mm -hmm. That's it. And so you get that blood flow back into that higher higher frontal lobe and those higher centers. And now the subconscious actually comes on side to support you. And now all that information that's in there that you, like you said, that you probably forgot about that's in, you know, before the age of seven or eight, or even other things throughout your life. Now that information becomes available because our true nature is to be abundant and, and to be whole. And so it wants, it wants, it wants to help you, but its job is to keep us alive and breathing. So if there's a threat, even if it's a perceived threat, the stress response comes on and now you don't have access to that. And so it's crazy powerful. And it's, it's, you know, people will say it's like magic or miraculous because it's like this, the information just bubbles up or it's like, it just becomes available. And you're like, I don't know where that came from. Like, I don't know, like I wouldn't have put those two pieces together before. And it's because now you have access to all that because the stress response is off. And so even though it's like, you know, I'm, I'm asking people to remember difficult stuff and to uh, think about memories and things that maybe haven't worked out really well. Your stress response is off. And so it creates a safer environment for you to actually start to explore this stuff. And so what we're doing is as we're tapping on these points, we're talking about the problem. And it's really kind of a call and response where I'll say a statement and then you'll repeat the statement. And, um, you know, and, and the, your job as the client is always to interrupt and override and put in anything that comes up because all that stuff is going to be start to come available, right? And so although it can feel initially when you're thinking about trying to deal with this stuff, it can be scary. What as soon as you begin tapping, what starts to happen is, is there's just this allowance of, of the feelings and all that stuff that you've been holding down, kind of like the picture of like a beach ball under the water that you've been holding and taking all that time and energy and, and, and holding that beach ball down, holding those emotions down, holding that negative memory down, whatever came up, like whatever happened to you, you're holding it. And as when we tap, it starts to let it out. And mm -hmm. without the tapping, it's like, that's super scary. Those emotions are really scary. You know, for some people, they've had some pretty traumatic events. And to have that stress response off and to be able to feel safe in feeling those feelings and getting access to that information is it's profoundy. Like it's mm -hmm. it. And there's, and the cool part is, is that now there's so many scientific studies that are backing it up to actually, because there's fMRIs where they do brain scan and they actually are able to see before and after tapping what's happening in the brain and the literally new neural pathways are being created. It's like the, so the coolest research one was, um, uh, Dr. Peter Stapleton out of Australia. She was she works on food cravings, and so she actually just she had this group of people that she broke up into two groups, and you know they all wanted to lose weight and eat healthier kind of thing, right? The first group was the control group, and the other group was the group she was going to tap with. Put them all through the fMRI, and asked them to think about all the things that they shouldn't be eating and drinking and all the rest of it, right? And all of their brains lit up like Christmas trees. And then they take, take them away and she taps with one group for five weeks. I think it was a couple times a week that she tapped with them, brought them back. The control group, unfortunately, didn't get any tapping. <laughs> they put them through the fMRI again. Same thing. The group with the no tapping brain lights up like Christmas trees when they start to think about the hamburgers and the wine and the chocolate and all that stuff. Right. And the group that she tapped with, there was nothing like no brain activity whatsoever wow. to the point that the technician because he happened to be the one that was there when they brought them in. He looked up at Dr. Stapleton and he's like, what did you do to these people? <laughs> like, it almost looked like they weren't in the machine. Like, that's how profound the changes in the brain were. Wow. That's amazing. That's so amazing. And I think how I, how I, I feel and how I actually perceive this is there is something, there is something dark that it's sleeping in our brain that is like really holding us back right um and then how I feel like when you when you open the problem and then we affirm it and then we go through the shift and actually affirm the solution it's like almost like this light comes out almost like oh my god I am alive and I'm safe <laughs> that's how I felt um and I think it's just like and the relief. 
I felt instant relief. Yeah. It was so much like, so much baggage just fell off of my shoulder, of my back. And I just felt, wow, this was so heavy for so long. Yeah, exactly. And that's, and that liberated is usually the word that I, you know, relief and liberated, because it's, it's as if you'd been, it's as if you've been in this cage and you didn't know it. But you were trying, you know, you've been trying to get out all this time, you know, because you're trying to, everybody wants health, everybody wants finances, everybody wants relationship, right? And those are just three general areas, you know, whether that be career, business, or money, or, or you know, all of those things, everybody wants those things, those are conscious wants. But when your subconscious beliefs are different than that, than what your conscious wants are, and you think about that little tiny green marble that's the size of the end of your thumb versus the exercise ball that, you know, that I can barely hold with two hands. Is it so you're conscious that little tiny marble has all these wants and desires, but the subconscious is going, I'm not deserving. I'm not enough. You know, this thing happened to me. I don't deserve. It, it's going to win out. Mm-hmm. And it can be so frustrating because you can implement all the strategy. You can do all the things and, and still not get the results and, or you can have to work so hard for them. Cause like, that's your whole thing yeah. is teaching people how to have success and a life that is, that is easy with ease. Right. It's like, so it's like taking your, you know, taking your canoe and putting it in the river and having it go downstream, which is when your subconscious beliefs and those conscious wants line up, mm-hmm. or you can put your canoe in the, in the river and start to paddle upstream. Now, if you paddle hard enough, you might get to your destination, but it's going to take tremendous energy and effort and you may or may not make it. Mm -hmm. And that's the difference of when you address these subconscious beliefs first, and then you implement the strategy or whatever it is that you want to, because it does require the action. Like you say, you can't just sit there with your thumbs and fingers to go and and (laughs) say, you know, that's not going to (laughs) work. It doesn't work. I tried that just for the record. It doesn't work. <laughs> you actually need to have action. <laughs> pre, pre, pre EFT tapping. That was, a, that was something that was like, I thought would work, but it didn't. But yeah, I love that, that you mentioned, uh, because I tried the hard work. I really did try the hard work. And I always say like, I am a daughter of immigrants. Like you cannot beat me when it comes to working discipline. Like I'm the most hardworking person in the world. Like I could, do, I could do stuff. But what made a shift for me, um, particularly in 2020, when I said, like, I'm going to just tap into my intuition, that was one of the tools that I didn't know that I I can access to, um, Mm -hmm. was just this inner knowing that, you know, there are things that are easy, there are things that are more in flow, there are things that doesn't require me to to hustle and grind, Uh, you know, and more I started to experiment the things that make me like my soul on fire and, and that it's okay to take a break and it's okay to rest and it's okay to to do crazy shit if that's like really really cool um more i started to open up for that opportunity possibility that there is also a fulfilling job or fulfilling work in in ease it doesn't need to be hard um and more I had fun, more money I made. Like it was just so backwards, so counterintuitive. And I think like now when I also have the the EFT to back this up, it's like there these beliefs of hard work, they still come up because I've been living like this for 30 years, right? Um, Ever since like, I think like when I, I was such a high achiever also in school. because of the circumstances, I always needed to perform and to just like be the best, um, to be noticed, right? To be seen. Um, and just to access this, sometimes when I caught myself and, and there's like this, I need to be, I need to achieve this. I need to accomplish this for who? And I tap through and it's like, hey, I'm already deserving. I'm already worthy. I don't need this next thing. I just need to be to be me and just to to fall in love with myself as I am. And then yeah. the, I immediately get clarity. Yeah. And because it's it, because you, you yeah, you got your stress response off, 
right? Mm-hmm. So you got out of fight, flight, and freeze that I have to do this. I need to do this, right? That they got yourself in the corner, take yourself out of the corner and, and that blood flow comes back mm-hmm. into the frontal lobe and into the problem solving higher self. And you're like, oh, I, I am enough. I am worthy. I can do this. If I want to, I don't have to, right? right. And that's, yeah. and that's where, you know, so I have, you know, my R3 system that I use to, to teach to people. And the first R is for recognize. And that's to recognize when you're in stress response. And there's layers to this R3, but the first one and the, and the most important one to start with is are, am I in stress response? And what that looks like is, is it can come in the form of procrastination. It can come in that form of what, like you just said, that I have to do this, you know, that you're, you're tired or you're forcing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, all of those, that that's recognizing that that's stress response and your options in stress response are fight, flight, and freeze. Not, not a lot of possibility there. Right. And so recognizing when that's happening. So whether it comes in the form of negative thoughts, whether it comes in actually a physical experience, like you're, you know, you're having those hands sweat or your heart racing or your stomach feels sick, or it can be a combination of those is to recognize when that happens. So that's the first R. For me, it's, it's headache. It's a huge headache. Yeah. It's just like this. Wow. I get so overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. Well, and headache um, from is usually attributed to fear. And so you're definitely right. in stress response, right? So recognizing that, that rather than trying to push through, you're going to stop and go, oh, I'm in stress response here. So the second R is for reprogramming. And because as far as I'm concerned, the fastest way out of stress response is tapping. There are, you know, there are other options, but tapping is, as far as I'm concerned, the bomb. And you're gonna and you're gonna start tapping. And, and you can get on any acupressure point. You know, you can, I have a YouTube channel that has all kinds of, of tapping audios, and there's all kinds of other stuff out there. Fine, you know, just take get an, get tapping. That's what you have to do. So that second R is, is tapping. Third R is reinforce. So once you've gotten tap, now you're tapping, you've got that stress response off. Now you're moving into relaxation because the nervous system really has two options, right? Stress and relaxation. And once you're into, once you're into that relaxation and you can take a breath and your blood's starting to come back to that frontal lobe, now you can reinforce what you actually want, which is perfect, which is just what you said, you know, I'm, I'm enough. I, I, I can do this or not do this. It's like, I'm okay. Or what, you know, what's an easier way to do this. Mm-hmm. And all of that can happen in a matter of, of minutes. Yeah. 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 And for me, it's like, this. like, it's such a fogginess. I can feel it. It's just like, I, my brain is just like in a fog. Like when I feel that I have to do something and, I, and I'm just like, that's fun. you know, I was debating, this was a really, really great example that happened to me um, just this week. We were, on Monday, we were discussing and we decided not to pers- not to go with, with a project that we had in mind because of certain circumstances. Um, one, one of my dear friends is uh, fighting cancer and we, I just said, like, my mind is not there. I just don't want to do it. I, and it was just so much fogginess and my team said like but we we planned everything like this is like this was you know and, and I just started like my headaches my I felt my head was just wanted to explode and I said no I don't want to do this and it was like this fog and I literally can tap now in like I need one minute I just need to go through the tapping points in my mind I don't even need to press I know it and one minute I just need one minute and then I said no we're not going to do this. We're going to do a Black Friday, really cool offer. That feels easy. It was like, wow, so much clarity. It's just like this fog went away. And that's perfect. And exactly. And, and you know, I said minutes, literally it can be seconds. Like that's yeah. when you get really, when you get really aware of it and be, and really tuned into your body, it can happen so fast. And that's the, the hardest part is that first part is just stopping and just recognizing, okay, this I'm, you know, I got my canoe and I'm paddling upstream here. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, I've got a headache or I'm, you know, I'm super tired or this project is like, you know, every time I turn around, it's just challenging. Right. Or, you know, or I'm having this conversation with someone and it turns into an argument all the time, you know, or, you know, I'm feeling getting up in the morning and it's like, all I want to do is put the covers over my head. I don't want to get up, you know, when stuff isn't working, you know, our old program, especially like what you said with being an immigrant, like, you know, I'm sure if you looked up in the dictionary work ethic, you're going to find Deanna Ligoli. That's what's going to be there, right? Because that's the level of work ethic you have, right? And so, but it's, but it's very culturally uh, promoted and celebrated 
that you, you know, oh, I only sleep four hours and I, you know, I work super hard and, and all of that, right? And it's changing, changing that dialogue and recognizing in our body that it doesn't work, that we're, we're literally trying to paddle upstream. And so if we can recognize that and just pause, and then, like I said, and tapping super easy, it's literally at the end of your fingertips. And even if you don't have fingertips, here's the cool part, is there's recently a study out of Germany they wanted to find out if you could just imagine tap, which yeah, is exactly yeah. what you just talked about. And they proved it with an fMRI that you can just picture tapping on these points and you get the same results. Yeah, because this is also like what, what happened with me like maybe two years ago. I was such a, when I was introduced to EFT, um, was actually, um, I was caught in constant control um, of my kids. Like I would need to, to, it's just like this res control response all of the time. Um, and that caused like really, we were always fighting with my teenage daughter. It was always a mess because I wanted her to do my way. It was like, always I need to have, it has to be, I have to control the situation. Um, and the girl who, who introduced me to EFT, a good friend of mine, she said like, just, research everything and try to when you are in that because it will be funny to do this in front of her she will you know she will laugh at you or whatever that is you know if you will tap in front of her try to imagine tapping when she triggers you try to imagine tapping and see what happens and that works so magically it's like I I I don't know if it's like I'm shifting into completely different person so one person enters a conversation or, or a dialogue, it's angry, sad, mad, like triggered, stressed. And after a minute, that person is gone. And I just need to imagine that I go through the, all the, the tapping points and it's just so amazing because I also, it's a buffer um, also for her. She, she yeah. knows like something is coming up. It's also a buffer for her not to, jump in and it's such a beautiful thing to do when you are in a relationship where you need to where there's a conflict and you cannot hold back to you know just saying something that you would regret or something so I think that was so powerful for me oh yeah and that's you know and that's from a from a parenting perspective you know and I'm a parent like I, my daughters are 25 now it's like I don't know if that happened but yeah <laughs> I have twin girls and, um, and trust me, when you say you had your control freak, it was like, yep, yeah, I'm like, that was a check, check box. And so, and I didn't come to this work until they were 17. So I had a lot of cleaning up to do from that, that control thing and control. It's coming from that uh, fear. It's really coming from that underlying fear. Right. And the cool part is that once they saw the transformation in me, they were willing to work with me individually. And so I literally was able to clean up a lot of that stuff right and so and just a, just a side note for parents to just this is a liberating statement for parents is is that because my girls were twins and I was predominantly the one that was with them and they were up we were together is is that so most of their experiences before the age of seven or eight were with me and together and what blew my mind was is that what what happened for one would be completely interpreted differently than the other. So, and, and there is literally times D where I know that if I did a consensus of 50 parents and said, is this the right thing to do in this situation? They'd say yes. And no word of a lie. It was the wrong thing for one of them or both of them. And then there were things that I thought, oh my God, I totally messed them up when I did that. And it never came up. And then there was stuff that came up that I had no idea was that impactful. And so what I really want parents to know is, is that you really are doing the best that you can. And and, you know, our kids come into the world and they really, they do have their own agenda and they're going to see the world in with their own lens and to really just, you know, just take the weight off and just kind of go, just know that you're doing the best that you can. And the more compassion you can have for yourself, the, the better that's going to go. But the, just to, to your point about responding instead of reacting, because when we have that stress response on, so when we're having a conversation with someone or when we're going to do work that is maybe going to press us. It's like that stress response comes on and we, our options are fight, fight and freeze. We only have react that because our subconscious is like, whatever's happening is a threat to our survival. And I'm going to react either with fighting. I'm either going, I'm going to run or I'm going to freeze. Mm -hmm. So like how many times have, you know, 
like freezing was a real go-to for me. So, you know, when, just to give an example, when, when you're in a conflictual situation and you can't say, you can't express yourself and then you come away afterwards and you're like, Oh, I should have said all these things, you know, it's like, you know, and all the things that come up, that's when you're in freeze. And what tapping affords you is being able to respond because that blood flow is back in the problem creative brain. And, and so when you can pause, then there's a lot less cleaning up to do because you literally can respond. And, you know, and if you take it to another level from that heart-centered leader perspective, that if you want to lead people in a compassionate, powerful way, you have to be able to regulate yourself. You know, whether that, whether that be in a leadership position of, you know, multinational corporation, or whether that's, you know, yourself and a, and a, and a team or, or, or if you're in a career and you're in the, in the office, it's like showing up as that powerful heart-centered leader requires you to be in managing your system and tapping gives you that tool that you can manage it immediately. And there's actually, there's also finger points, which are super cool. Like you said, you could imagine tapping. But there's also finger points so that you can, you know, you can just fidget a little bit with your with your hands. And the uh, there's a tapping diagram on my website so people can download that so they know where the points are. Uh, but that's really and that one's really handy as well to teach if you are a parent and you have kids because they they can't. I mean, they most kids are pretty self conscious. <laughs> I mean, adults are self conscious, but kids are really self conscious. And so to teach them those finger points, they can literally do it under the desk or they can do it in their they can have their hands in their pockets and to have, give them that, that liberation and that freedom to be able to soothe their nervous system. One thing that I, that I really wanted to ask you and um, was because we talk about emotional freedom techniques. So we talk about like really about um, regulating those emotions. So there are two questions. One, what comes first thought or emotion? I would say thought because, right? because, yeah, because it's like if and and actually that's perfect because it's a like even from a cognitive behavioral perspective, right? Is is that if you think about the thought, then it, that thought creates the emotions. The emotions create the behaviors. The behaviors create the habits. The habits create your results. Yes, yes, yes. So what and this is what happens in a situation in a relationship is something that provokes that th- thought, and then you get into this emotional state, right? Um, yeah. So that's why it's so important that why why I realized when you are talking about this and how we work through is I was thinking that mm-hmm. I was left alone yes right yes and that brought fear yes and and the and before that thought came the subconscious belief yeah right yeah because oh the, God, subconscious, subconscious the subconscious belief was is that you know this thing happened and that's what happened when we have um, negative experiences, the subconscious has to make up beliefs about that to try to keep a, to, to try to prevent it from happening again. And if it's a traumatic experience, it's like you really are your life if from a subconscious perspective, your life is at, at risk. And so it makes up beliefs in order to prevent that from happening again. And so you can imagine before the age of seven or eight, you know, because you're powerless, you know, you're, you're, you feel alone you know, and things are come like are happening to you that are like shocking. And as soon as you have those ingredients, you have trauma. As soon as you have trauma, then you have subconscious limiting beliefs. And so, you know, for your example, right, that thing happened when you're really young, right? And the belief is that I'm alone. I'm, I got to do, I'm, it's, I'm solo in this life, right? And so then you'll get this trigger of something happening. The thought comes in, I'm alone. And then the, you know, the emotions that come along with that, there, you know, that stress response comes off, right, goes on right away. And now, now you're into no options. Mm-hmm. And what I'm realizing is when you said like the results and behavior, like most of the habits before results, like habit that I developed was to not feel alone is to, to get recognized to get validated, mm. right? That was the, my mechanism. That was like, and now when I feel like... <laughs> why for who like it's just like who has to give me a permission like seriously and it's just so liberating it's really liberating to not care um uh, you know I do like I'm gonna refrain refrain this I do care about my people I I love my people so hard I do care about their yes you are you're the epitome of heart-centered leaders right but do they need to validate my worth no 
I have to value myself. And that was big breakthrough that I got, like just through that work, working with you, like I am already enough. I don't need validation. Yes. Even if I'm alone, I'm not lonely. Yes. And, and, the, and that's the thing is, is that, you know, some people might be saying, well, yeah, no, that totally makes total sense. And, and, con and to have it consciously, like to have it in that little tiny green marble is one thing. It's a whole nother to have that in the giant green subconscious, because when it's in the giant green subconscious, now that's your new belief. Your new belief is I am enough. And then the whole, that whole series of I'm enough. Now the thoughts come up. I, well, I'm, you know, look at all the reasons that I'm enough. And then the emotions come up and it's like, you feel expansive and you feel, you know, capable, you know, and then the behaviors that come out of that, well, I got this, you know, mm -hmm. and then the habits and then the results. And so that's the, those subconscious beliefs are just there. How you know if they're showing up in your world is, is that if one of one or more of those three areas are not working or you're not moving in the direction as quickly as you want, you can almost guarantee that there is a limiting subconscious belief there. And, and even if you kind of like, no, I don't have any, you know, for all the entrepreneurs out there, <laughs> You know, because some people are like, no, I'm good. You know, I got that. Or, or they very often. What well, that's a say, belief. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or very often what people will say, you know, that it, because a lot of people that come to me have done a lot of personal, personal work. Right. And I'll say, OK, cool. So then it's the, what they don't understand, though, is, is that the subconscious wants to keep everything the same, because if it's the familiar. same. Yeah. Familiar. It's safe. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what do entrepreneurs need to do? You're constantly up leveling you're constantly pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. And so your subconscious is just going off like red lights going, we're going to die. We're going to die because it can't tell the difference. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's where the self self sabotage comes in where you're, you're wanting to take your life and your business to this next level. And the sub subconscious is going, I re I don't know that I can keep you alive at this next level. And it shows up as procrastination or, you know, or, you know, Sounds having, sabotage. yeah, exactly. All of those behaviors. And so even if, like I said, even if you're coming from that places that I'm pretty sure I don't have limiting subconscious beliefs, I'm saying to you that it's like, if you want to up-level your life, you know, and if you're an entrepreneur, you know, or business person, you're wanting to do that, your subconscious needs to be soothed, that your system needs to be soothed because it's, you're pushing yourself out of the comfort zone. So automatically from that, from its perspective, you're, it's a threat. And what I also one thing what I realized, like just resolving that one limiting belief led to a whole bunch of serious of so this this particular relationship with with my parents and, and ultimately with myself, right? How I see myself, um, having this healthy perspective about myself also led to my like health. I'm just like I don't feel and I don't want to say that this is a belief. It's not a belief. I'm, I'm a mom of three kids, right? So um, I don't have a perfect shape or body, like, is it, but it's strong and I feel strong in my body. And that also like really res result, results from that was like, hey, you are enough. You mm -hmm. are safe. You have a strong body. You're beautiful as you are. Like the whole like sequence of, of this other areas in my life um, resulted in a healthy healthy perspective and it's just like it's one when you shift one thing and you will shift other things as well it's exactly this ripple effect totally that's perfect and and there's actually there's a scientific reason for that because this is part of the what I was learning is that so we have um, the hippocampus in our brain is basically our memory reconsolidation takes mm -hmm. takes short-term memory puts it into long-term memory and one of the things one of its um ways of making sure that important stuff it, it flags it basically so if something is a high emotional thing it flags it and kind of goes this is really important and that's why something that happened a long time ago you'll get triggered by but it is an incredible pattern recognition like it's so incredible that they haven't been able to duplicate in artificial intelligence even close to the level of pattern recognition that your hippocampus is and so it works both for and against us so it works against us from the perspective that we, let's say we had this negative thing happen. It, the hippocampus has it flagged that this is an important thing. And anything that's related to that event, you're gonna get triggered. Mm -hmm. And it works for us from what you just described, 
where it's like you healed a belief that you weren't enough. And so anything that was connected from that pattern recognition, anything that was connected to that also collapsed. Right. And that's why it's so, and that's, this is the, and I'm so grateful that you brought this up because this is why it's so exciting with tapping. Because when I came to it, like I was 48 when I discovered tapping, you know, I just turned 57. No way that there is enough time on this planet to deal with all the crap that's happened to me. And I was just, I was pretty overwhelmed to start with. It's like, what do you mean? You've got to dig up every crappy thing that's ever happened. And, and the answer to that is no, because of this pattern recognition. But another important aspect to that is, is that it's illogical. And that's why when you're tapping and you get the stress response off, that there will be things that will pop up that might not feel like they're connected. Like say, you know, we're working on this money thing. And all of a sudden this thing comes up about happened in high school that didn't have anything to do with money. But from a hippocampus perspective, from a subconscious perspective, those two things are the same. And that would never come available to you if you didn't have access to that subconscious, if that stress response was off. Because as soon as you start thinking, like I said, as soon as you start talking about a problem or thinking about a problem, stress response comes on. So there's no way that you can access that information. But as soon as you're tapping and that stress response is off, now that information becomes available. And you, and you know, and what I love to say to people is that no, absolutely not. Do we, we do not need to go into every lousy thing that's ever happened to you because of this pattern recognition, they're going to collapse. And it's like that in itself is liberating because it's like, oh my gosh, you know, <laughs> it's uh, so good. Uh, yeah. And th that's true for me. Uh, I, this is a really cool example of me, how health and money like really um, play, <laughs> play like really together because of um, so my family, we, we didn't, you know, we, we were not, you know, immigrant family we we it was the survival mode basically and um we always i i have a um chronicle anemia so for me blueberries and all this stuff my mom would go to to the forest and pick up blueberries because we just couldn't afford to to buy them and it was always like um she would take the whole vacation like three weeks off when she was off the job um, of her work and she would go and pick blueberries to, so she could like really um then, then she did like these jams and all the stuff so i could preserve yeah, do them all, yeah preserve. right um and i remember that that was like a belief for me that blueberries are so expensive that my parents have to work hard for blueberries to me to <laughs> to keep me healthy right and I was a money and a health issue. And yes. I remember when, and blueberries here in Sweden, like they're so expensive, like they're like really expensive. They're freaking expensive because they are not like, you know, I don't know, they are important or whatever. One box of blueberries is, I don't know, 10 bucks, right? It's like one little tiny box. Yeah. And I remember, I remember the, the, the exact point where, where at one point I picked up the fresh blueberries, um, and I look at the price and I said, yes, I'm enough. And I was like, health belief and also money belief. I deserve this freaking 10 blueberry box, right? Um, and it was like just such a revelation because I always believe that, hey, you know, um, either we bought like uh, frozen blueberries or whatever, you know. Um, but it was like, yeah, I can afford, you know, $10 basket of blueberries. Uh, which is good for my health. And it's also like this limiting belief of I cannot spend money on my health. Yeah. And that's, you know, and this is the beautiful part about that really first step of that mindfulness, see? because very often, like just such a good example, because the other thing that could have happened there would have been like, um, I'm, you know, I'm going to buy like, you know, to hell with it. I'm going to buy these, this blueberry spray. Right? not recognizing that there was this earlier belief of I wasn't, that you had understood the connection, right? So then what happens is, is that someone would take those blueberries home and they'd begin to eat them, but they'd be in stress response, not knowingly realizing or feeling guilty about them, right? Mm -hmm. And of course, as soon as we're in stress response, digestion goes out the window. It's like, if you think about it, it's like if you're having to run from a tiger, you're not going to stop and have your soup and just really enjoy it. You're on the run. And so you're subconscious and body is designed to keep you alive and breathing and so it takes resources away from non-essential functions to get them to the essential places like to having to run from the tiger and so 
just in that example of not having that awareness of that connection would have this impact on you in multiple ways that you would, now you'd be having these blueberries, you'd be feeling guilty, not maybe even realizing you're feeling guilty and you're not even going to digest them. You're not even going to absorb all the beautiful nutrition in them. And so that mindfulness is so critical to understand and to be aware of because it did so many impacts in so many areas. And like you say, and, and one leads into the other that leads into the other and they're all intertwined. We're so intertwined. Yeah. Um, no, I enjoy my blueberries. I love my blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrate those blueberries. <laughs> yes, and I, and I, yeah, yeah. Blueberries are my go-to celebration when I have hit a uh, you know, a goal like blueberries, I might, I, yeah, I'm going to treat myself with blueberries because I'm going to feel healthy and abundant and all this good stuff. So blueberries are my, my go-to fruit. They are my abundance fruit. Um, so tell me like, Sherry, um, we talked a lot about this and I think people get an idea what, what is possible for them once they tap through the emotions and everything, what is not and what it is there in their subconscious or conscious mind. Um, how do you, what is the best way that you or what is the what what are the ways that you help people how do you work with with your clients yeah so um the number number one way that i love the most is my one-to-one -one, and that's i have a three-month program and i have a six-month program as well um but the three-month th program is is um my i would guess it's my signature program i guess from a business language perspective but i also have an online course that is available um for people that maybe you know, it's um, a little out of reach to do the one-to-one -one and also, or they want to just take the time and work at their own pace. And that course is included in the three and six months, but um, those are the two ways that, um, you know, that you can, that you can work directly with me. I, um, I, but I say to people, it's like, whether, you know, whether you start working with me or not, I want you to start tapping because mm -hmm. it's like, it's so critical to, get your nervous system used to being in relaxation and tapping is the way to get the head, heart and gut because in alignment with relaxation, because as a culture, we're very, we're taught to live in our heads, that that's the only brain that counts. And there's a brain in our heart and there's a brain in our, in our gut. And we need to align all three of those. Cause I know for myself, that was part of what got me into trouble was, um, you know, similar kind of work ethic grew up guys like you grew up in you know what would be considered North American poverty. I have to do that kind of acknowledgement because North American poverty is not the same as other poverty in the world. But for North American, that was it was poor. Like my mom went back to work when I was four, otherwise we would have gone on welfare. Um, similar kind of work ethic kind of thing, right? And um, which is <laughs> which is great, but it can quickly become unhealthy. And that's what happened for me. And I just kept pushing and pushing and pushing and um, just had no idea the stress that I was causing my body, but it was showing up in the results um, in my life and in my head. And so what I want for people is just like, get tapping, just, mm -hmm. just start doing it. It's and the only way to really bring it into your world on a regular basis is to use it through repetition because the brain learns through association and repetition, repetition, and there's nothing to associate it with because it's highly unusual. <laughs> so your brain's going, I don't, this, there's no reference for this. So you have to use it on the repetition. And so I really recommend um, you know, especially, you know, especially for women, it's easy. Whenever you go to the washroom, start tapping, just sit there for an extra 10 or 15 seconds and do a little tap, yeah. you know, if there are any of the men that I work with, I'm like, oh, no, I'm sitting down. Pete. That's how that's going to go. Yeah. And that gets the repetition. I love that. I love that. Um, and thank you for sharing that, for, for really sharing your, your experience, how, how it was. I think that's, that's super relatable with a lot of people. Um, uh, I just want to remind people that Sherry has a lot of stuff. We're going to link the YouTube channel so you can go and just tap through and, and just get familiar with, with what tapping is and how Sherry works her magic um, with tapping. And then if you feel like, hey, you know what, um, but I do feel connected and I would love to work with Sherry one-on-one, um, we're going to also provide that so you can connect with Sherry. Um, what would be the best way to connect with you and send you a message, an email? What would be the best way? Yeah, through my through my website, because that's, you know, like I said, I mentioned the diagram is on there as well. And it's also on the YouTube channel as well. But 
um, the, it's downloadable off the website. So it's, it's sherrylukey.com. So S-H-E-R-R-Y-L-U-K-E-Y.com. And you'll have it in the show notes anyways, but that's the best way to connect. And, um, and actually whether um, they're just wanting to do, cause I do free consults so they can book a free consult through my website. Um, and then I also have um, on my website, I have uh, tapping audio packages and my, what I'm really excited about is my lifetime access library. Um, where you actually, yeah, it's so, it's so fun because you actually can, you get access to all the, all of the audios that I've done and you can download them on any device. So no matter where you are, you have access to them. So it's, which makes it, as soon as it's really easy, then you're going to use it. Right. And, um, and I continue to upload any of the new audios that I do get added to that um, library. So. Well, that's really powerful because I think like because you work with with clients and then you get this um, hey these are the things that are common to my clients and then I can do um, a new resource for people who want to to have this access to lifetime access um, and and I think that's so powerful I'm just super excited because I know um, one of our friends um, is religiously using your audios and it's just such a testimony that you know even with that like just take some inspired action from from this conversation from 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 what Sherry shared um, because it's really life changing you guys I'm not kidding like this is this this will unlock so many new new opportunities, new possibilities. You will see things differently and you will, what's the most important, you will live differently. You will, you will experience yourself fully. And that's like so exciting. I just get chill bumps <laughs> um, because it's, well, it's so good. Yeah, I just, yeah, and add to that, and thank you so much. And just to add to that, one of the two things that people have the most difficulty with tapping. One is, is that, they they're like well i don't feel anything and i and i want people to know that when you have spent a lifetime living in your head and pushing those emotions down that you don't necessarily get access to them immediately so it takes practice and that's and that's the important piece when you're doing these audios is to tune into those emotions as much as you can and it gets easier as you start to do it and the second thing is is that people have really difficult a lot of difficulty with finding the words that's why I created the free YouTube channel. That's why I have the library. It's like just to make it easier. And one thing that I would really recommend to you guys, like allow yourself to feel because we are, we are humans. We are designed to feel, feel whatever is coming up for you. Um, because I know for me, I was afraid to feel whatever, you know, negative emotions. And I think like, I feel that, 20, 20, 2021 was such an epic year for me, but it was like, it was such, such a flow year. It was a lot of great stuff. That, well, basically everything was great, but what I noticed now, when I'm reflecting back after I work with you and everything that happened at the business retreat and this past four weeks when I was reflecting and just journaling and, and being with myself and feeling the feelings, it's almost like up to this point, I was living in a fake state, like this positivity, like what I, I felt. Oh, thank you like for this bringing this up, Dee. It's so important. <laughs> like feeling the ecstasy, like what's wrong with me? But what I, what I realized that there is also such a beauty feeling the shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly and and oh thank you so much this is so important it's like you're such a brilliant podcast and yeah interviewer it's like if you if you guys haven't listened to these other podcasts you have to she's brilliant at it um and for this reason yes because in a culture the other part about living in our heads is we're taught to only it's like oh we got to get positive right and here's what I want you to don't work. cry like this was my this was oh, my yeah. childhood don't cry why are you yeah, saying I was yeah, I That's was like a big, big thing. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I would get stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about. That's what I got. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm gonna stop, stop right now. It's gonna get bad, right? And I mean, parents were doing the best they could, right? Um, but this is this is what negative feelings are like. It's like if you've ever had a pet, like a, like specifically like a cat or dog, or a, a kid, been around a kid, the two year old, and they want something. And they're yanking at your leg, they're bumping into you, they just, they're relentless. And, and you just keep going, not now, not now. And they get louder and more obnoxious 
until you finally go, what do you need? And then they're like, oh, okay. And then off they go. That's what negative emotions are like. They, they will continue to just nag at you and nag at you and nag at you. And you keep pushing them down, pushing them down. And that's when they start to, to blow. Exactly. And so it's so important to acknowledge the negative first. And, and people will notice in my audios that I go from, you know, there's a sequence with them that you start out with the negative and then you start to create possibility and then you start to choose and then you affirm. Because if you try to do it in reverse order, if you try to affirm, it's like having that little kid at your leg going, it's okay. Um, it's yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it's it does not fucking okay. <laughs> it just doesn't work. That's the bottom line. Whether you like it or not, it just doesn't work. Mm, yeah. And I'm not necessarily saying that, you know, I, I really like, you know, um, put an extreme I really felt good with with all of the things but I, I just feel that there was also some I didn't know that there are unprocessed negative emotions or not even negative I would say like just emotions with a feedback like really feedback how to to be a better person right um and I think now when I'm feeling like this is like you know my heart is so open. It was always like my, my heart chakra is always so open. I just feel the love all of the, all of the time, but I feel the love through everything and compassion through everything because there is not just, you know, black and white. There is a whole palette of, of things that are happening, but I choose to feel the love through all of the things. Which is so, so empowering and so beautiful. And just want you to, guys, when, when these emotions come, don't be afraid of them because they are just your guideline. They're just, they're just going to show you how, even if you are afraid of them, um, give them voice, give them attention. Because there's, there's information. Right? Yeah. Then you're going to appreciate all of the positive because there is so much more to, to life than just, you know, don't numb the feelings feel yeah. them give them attention um and it will be so so much re more rewarding to come to the to the other side just yeah and when and just tap when you're doing them and because that's that that's where you that's where you really start to get the the feel the safety of being allowing them to to be able to feel them because the yeah. same as you i was really afraid of my emotions and i kept them stuffed down and yeah. that's, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And the negative, you know, negative emotions are just, it's just contrast. That's part of the experience of being on this planet is we need contrast in order to have light. We have day in order to have sadness, we have joy. Yeah, and so, yeah. yeah. And so it's not about making, you know, and this is, I think a little bit of a misnomer because of emotional freedom technique, people think that it's like, oh, I won't have emotions anymore. I think, no, 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 <laughs> no. It's, it's giving you, it's giving you freedom. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, whole freedom to be able to experience the whole gamut. And we're not meant to live in just negative emotions. We're, we're meant to, to be abundant and, and feel joy. And it's, you know, and when we're designed to look for what's wrong, that's what the subconscious is doing. It's, it can be a challenge. And that's where, that's where giving yourself the opportunity and using this tool to be able to go, oh, okay, this is just information for me. It's just, it's just telling me something isn't, isn't working, or I need to shift or, I just need to, you know, allow and heal. And and I think it's also like, I know that we are like, I but, but there's so much that, that I know you know, and there's like so many stuff that you can give us a feedback. Um, more you practice EFT, more you allow yourself to experience those, those negative emotions, the quicker you will bounce, bounce from them. And the quicker you will like realize, haha, this is the, the, the negative is coming the quicker you will shift just practice 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 because consistency is everything um because what might take you like you know maybe some things to digress and process will take you 10 minutes and once you practice them then when then become like one minute it's so powerful <laughs> it's so empowering like wow it took me like maybe days to digress something a fear or whatever that is and now yeah, or, or or years for me <laughs> years uh, so it's really that practice i think that consistency uh, consistency is so key and don't be discouraged like even if you don't see like sherry said if you don't see anything coming up yet um 
it just means that there is a lot of work to to do so and it's worth it <laughs> yeah it's so worth it you guys um oh my goodness so good um guys we're gonna put all the links in the show notes um if you felt the connection i'm i'm sure you did go and check the stuff um from sherry i'm just so grateful for this woman miracle worker in my life um truly truly life-changing uh, i cannot wait to hug you in person and to feel this like beaming light in your in your heart and just i'm just so so grateful yeah and i and i for you diana yeah i feel exactly the same i can hardly hardly wait to get that three 3d hug <laughs> thank you so much and you guys go take inspired action and you know, you can finish strong this year just by by one click. We give you permission. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just do it, do it. <laughs> okay, ciao. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much, Fearless Soul, for taking the time to jump in today and listen to this episode. I know your time is the most valuable asset, so I don't take this lightly. As a sign of appreciation, I would love to give you free access to my 21 day mindset mastery and business strategy program all you need to do is take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in eg stories until next time dreamer Mwah.